0: Welcome to the Dork Forest, Jackie and her pals will never bore us, shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile, smile. so let's explore the Dork Forest and dork out for for a while. Hello and welcome to March, Rangers of the Dork Forest, my name is Jackie Cation and you're listening to the Dork Forest. JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. These are the websites. We don't have a sponsor yet this month, but uh you can always donate. Don't forget that you can give me $100 a year. Uh, for listening to this content for free on the iTunes. And you could review, if you don't have $100 a year, you could just, uh, and you could buy merch at com. Here's the good news. There's a new comedy special, my new hour-long comedy special, stand-up comedy special video on allthingscomedy.com slash records, $5 download, out March 4th. There's a limited edition t-shirt available, a Horcrux Tour t-shirt, available till March 14th. And I need a, a pre-order of 100 to print them. Because they are uh, eight-color fancy pants, and they're going to be on Union Made American black T-shirts, much like the Ranger T-shirts, so the same style, Bayside. But uh, they're expensive to make, and I'm only going to do a hundred of them or two hundred of them, however many. I'm not going to do more than two hundred of them because I'm tired. But they're a great T-shirt of Jenny Fine's design of the of the cover of the CD and the DVD. And order them. Order them at Jackiecation.com/horcrux and get the get the special at allthingscomedy.com slash records. Right now, let's get into the show, because it's March. Hey, it's Jackie Cation in my living room with Louise Palenker, friend of the show. It's been three years. Welcome back. Well, I would love to become friendlier and uh, move in next
1: door so that I could be here every week, because it's that great.
0: It's that great. And I've made cookies again. uh, Can I describe the cookies? Please do. So Jackie has made Chocolate
1: chip, it appears, cookies. Toll house. Toll house. And then next to them is a beautiful bowl of cashews, which is everybody's favorite nut in my Cashews, if
0: you're allergic to nuts... There are cash, there are nuts in the cashews. So, is it one of those things where you're like, did you know the cashew is actually a fruit? Is it like the tomato? I don't know that. All I know is that I always say that joke, like, uh, somebody's dad, who says the same joke over and over again. You can put that back. If I touch I'm building, it, I'm building an immune system. It. You can go for it. Alright. You, you don't have to eat it. I'll, um, I'll remember which one I touched. <laughs> if you choose to eat it later. Well, it's just that we're talking. Right, right. We're talking. Yeah. I know some people, one time, had a, had a, had a shrimp ring episode, what happened? It sounds like, a, that sounds like a thing. A shrimp ring. Something's going on outside, episode. Jackie. We're being attacked. There was a, there was a shaking. There was a shaking. We're in Van Nuys, so th- and shit could go down at any minute. At any... Godzilla lives in this neighborhood. I yeah, don't know but if you're familiar.
1: It doesn't matter where you live as long as you
0: can say, but it's a cul-de-sac. Then it feels friendly. It, it is a cul de sac. <laughs> we do. We live on a bit of a dead end. Oh, uh, it's just the garbage retrieval system. Sure, sure. The system. The system works. It does work. Louise page Palenker, page. talk to me briefly. Let's say it before uh we forget. Okay. The name of uh your website. Okay. Well I have a lot I, I don't know. But let's do the main one where everything links off of. LouisePalenker.com. Oddly enough. And, and that's, that will I will put that in the notes and that'll be good.
1: And that links you to absolutely everything uh
0: it's a hub. It's a hub. Now you are a writer. You are a musician. You are a filmmaker, and you are a bit of a, a guru to the Ute.
1: Yes, I love mentoring kids, and I'm I'm good at talking to the youngsters. Right,
0: so and it, I like I, I I like the confidence, and your dorkdom seems to be music of a certain kind. It seems to be um like I don't know what what um. Like you said, I've been reading musical biographies a lot. You like right. to read the the biographies of musicians. I do. And then I, you mentioned many musicians I've never heard of.
1: Okay. So I'm I'm a big melody harmony freak. Okay. And I'm also a drummer. So uh-huh. I'm I l I, I love You like the beats. Yeah, I love the beats, but you would think so, you would think that I'd be into just drum circles or something of that nature. But right. I really love melody and harmony, so or when I, heavy metal. No. No? Not Which is many. also drummy. I don't. You, you'd you think I'd be into that, but I'm not. Right, because there's no, there's not as much melody and harmony. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, You know, so
0: drum circles and death metal. Neither of those. We're n- talking more in the middle. We're talking about guitar rock, pop. Maybe. I mean, pop.
1: maybe pop music is what you'd call it. So, I mean, the cow Sills are a good example of that. They're the
0: cow Sills. Yeah,
1: that's the the group I made a movie about. But then I love the Beatles and the Bee Gees and the Beach Boys, and you could just stay in the B uh, aisle <laughs> <Right>. and <laughs> right. you'd find all the music. That sure, you need. Billy Joel. You, well, that might be under J if it were that type of record store.
0: Right, right. That's true.
1: You have to be careful. Now,
0: the cow sales, What the hell are the cow now, Okay. The name of the movie is?
1: Uh, the name of the movie is Family Band, The Cow Sills Story. It's a documentary. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this was my favorite band when I was a little girl. So you can look at the picture. Where are they from? They're from Newport, Rhode Island.
0: That's, those people are from Rhode Island? Yeah. They look like they might be from the Appalachians.
1: Well, if you look on the back and then you can see that they're wearing remember those kind of shirts or are you too young to remember those kind of shirts?
0: I don't know. They what, were popular um, in the 60s. It's an audio format. What kind of shirt is it? Describe well, it for me. Well, I don't know how
1: to describe it. It's like it's like a shirt that looks like a t-shirt but then it's got like white piping around the sleeves and around the collar and then little buttons that go down.
0: Okay, so and, not just a ringer t-shirt. Which is what that's called when there's a ring of a different color, right, uh, on the collar, because it also has some sort of buttons. Buttons going that on. go down, yeah. And those were
1: popular for about ten or twenty minutes in nineteen sixty-seven.
0: <laughs> all right, they're all wearing a different version of that shirt, almost. Well, three of them are anyway. When I say it was popular, I do mean it was very popular. It was very popular. And, this and is so, a
1: family band. They're a family band, and they are the band many- upon upon which the Partridge Family was based. Oh. They were supposed to be in the sitcom, but in the movie, you find out why they were not, why they were ultimately recast with actors. Spoiler alert. Yep.
0: Uh, they weren't good actors.
1: What I'm trying to say to you, Jackie, is that Shirley Jones is in my movie.
0: Shirley Jones is in your movie? Yeah. And they can get this on Amazon. Family band, The Cow Stills, Sills, The Cow, C-O-W, Sills, S-I-L-L-S, story. And they are, they are full of talent and charm, and then there's secrets and fear. So there's an arc. This there is a is documentary. An right. And so this was on, you said it mostly aired on Showtime for a long time, and it, then now it's not in rotation, but they can get it on Amazon.
1: Right. It will probably go back into rotation on Showtime, but of if you course. don't have the Showtime and if you want to watch it right away, and who wouldn't, mm-hmm, it's on mm-hmm. Amazon.com. And it's... Streaming
0: too, right? And you can on get Prime. the streaming,
1: Prime, and if you have a TiVo or an Xbox or a computer, I guess that it just plays, right?
0: Right. Right. I have to, a TiVo and an Xbox You can and watch it and, like,
1: you can put it up on several different I'm going to put it on all of them. And have people over. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because it really is, this the, the thing that I forget to mention a lot when I talk about the cows is, is how
0: good they are. The band. Oh, phenomenal. I love the Partridge family. Yeah. I ge- genuinely love it. He loved it. Yeah. I loved it, and I loved the monkeys. Oh, the monkeys, yeah. The monkeys were excellent. It was, I love a poppy song with a hook. And that's what this is just full of.
1: Full, full And of- the whole soundtrack, I only used cow music. Their mm-hmm. stuff that they did back then and their stuff that they're doing now because they've kept making they're music. They're still working. Oh yeah. Well, they're thank just, God. They're kind of not. They kind of were given a bad hand in terms of a lifelong career in the in the spotlight. But okay. They so never, the
0: industry wasn't that great to them, or
1: I would say that their dad wasn't that great to, uh, oh. in terms of paving a road that Hello, would, Michael Jackson's that dad. would last. Yeah. Like he paved a very bumpy road and then he left them with it and so burned a lot of bridges along that road. And so it was difficult with, as kids turning into adults to sort of retrieve what was meant to be when the relationships had been shattered and they had not been given any life skills because they had been raised in a bubble.
0: Sure. Yeah. But Okay, so my brother said to me the other day. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this this is. He said, "I don't mean to be critical about your career." Oh, anything that just... starts with that sentence is not going to. Yeah, end and then good. he actually said, "But if I could just criticize this one thing." Oh so God. he's very self-aware of how hilarious he is. Right? He
1: said, "I don't mean." To be... <laughs> I love that you find it <laughs> hilarious because I'm already crying, and I don't know what he had to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said, "You know, I look at your career, and there doesn't seem to be." It doesn't seem like you ever really had a business plan for your career. And I said, that is not critical, Russell. Uh, that is
1: a fact. That's what creative, that's what happens with creative people. That's how come I made a movie and then had no idea
0: how to market it. Well, that's it. And, and then I, and then I told him, we I said, need help. I said, I will, this might surprise you, is that my, um, among my peer group, among my friends and comics that I know, I'm actually considered to be quite good at the business side of it. Actually, you are well ahead of the curve in terms of all the comics that you and I know. And there was some silence, yes. and then my brother said, in all caps, I heard, uh, <laughs> that makes me sad. <laughs> Russell. But it's not like he's swooping in here to manage you and to oh. create. you know He does. He he would if he were allowed, uh come in and get if all bossy, Magoo on, okay. my, on my career, <laughs> which he is not allowed. Okay. And uh, cause boundaries, he, right? Because I have a new this new hour special coming out, right? Yes, and I've and been singing about on the Facebook, and I'm sure so happy and excited. Oh, how could you not? I have yeah. been piping it up. Allthingscomedy.com yeah. slash record slash education. Whatever, go get it. Five bones, one hour. Anyway, but the thing is, is he when I was recording it because I just I just filmed it in December. He was like, well I'd like to invest in that. And I was like, I would like you to invest because I don't have any money. And he offered me it was just enough money for me to think about it. Mm-hmm. And it was uh which is ten grand, by the way. Right. Uh, just if anybody needs to know uh what what where where my tipping point is is where I almost <laughs> give away all future revenue. It might have been eleven grand. Because at ten grand <laughs> Because <laughs> what he wanted was he wanted fifteen percent hmm. of uh of the royalties forever. My may I ask you one moment um um about Russell's
1: credentials in the business industry.
0: Oh he uh in the in the business industry of our business, any uh, business, none. any business. Oh, he is an econ professor, and he is very, very successful. Okay, yes. okay. So everything he touches turns to gold. Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah, uh, I want my stuff. Strings attached. All mine. Yeah. All mine. 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 Right. Uh, I paid for it. Uh, I uh, paid people to do the sound. I paid people to film the thing. Um, and it's your intellectual property. And it's my intellect. I spent three years writing jokes. Uh, so all recordings of those jokes, uh, coming out of my joke hole, uh, belong to me, Jackie <laughs> Kish. So. You uh, have a joke hole? I have a joke Where hole. Where is it located? Uh, the joke hole is in my face. <laughs> other holes are not to be laughed at. <laughs> okay. Please do not laugh at the other holes in my person. Anyway, so, uh, music. Right. The cow sills. Yeah. Sing a song. Let me hear one. Okay. What do you so, got? So, um.
1: I love the flower girl. Oh, I don't know just why she simply got my hat. Wow.
0: I love the flower girl. Nice. I think I
1: started in a key that's too low for my voice.
0: Sure, sure. Well, I so, mean, you didn't know. You didn't know that it would turn into the voice. No, uh, that I would just be shouting Your out. Chair's not turning. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't watch any of those shows. The only one I, uh, the only one I've seen is Sing Off. Oh, Sing Off is great because they Harmonize,
1: and I love harmony. But, yeah. The thing you have to love about American Idol this season is okay. two words, no, three, Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> is he going to be? Oh, I, he's on it. He's a judge. So they have a judge who knows things about music. It's
0: oh, my god, It's revolutionary. That, is, that does feel revolutionary. It's <sighs> not just a Weasley record guy. It's not Britney Spears. Right, who is a pop singer and can sing, right? And it's
1: not a British caustic guy.
0: Right, who is in the record industry Right, it's, and who's just a weasel, one would imagine.
1: Harry Connick Jr.
0: It's Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. Right. Because the Ben Folds guy mm. is in... Um, love him. Love him. Ben Folds 5. Ben's Folds 5. Yeah. Which um, I know that if I heard some of those songs, I would know those songs. It doesn't even matter. He's just so uh, delicious. Is he? Well, Harry he Connick Jr. Cool. and Ben Folds. I think I get, uh, Harry Connick, I don't, I don't get them mixed up, but Harry Connick Jr., Ben Folds, and country singer with fuzzy hair. Keith Urban, so cute. Not Keith Urban, uh, fuzzier. Oh. Um. Fuzzy hair. Someone
1: you that you mix up with Harry Connick Jr. Mm-hmm. and Ben Folds, like an intellectual yeah. musician type with glasses? Yeah. Hmm. Not Charlie Pride. Nope. Okay.
0: All right. And not Garth Brooks. Is he alive? He is alive. And, um. Wow, got some people shouting at the app right now. <laughs> shouting at Country the app. Singer
1: who wears glasses. Why I love it. Is That's what I'm thinking. Oh, out. fuzzy hair. By fuzzy, you meant curly, right? Okay. Isn't he fuzzy? Yeah, it's kind of curly. Oh, fuzzy. That reminds me of a radio event I did. Please. And um, I was writing the radio awards back when I was in radio, and um the two and Paul Schaefer was the musical band with all of the David Letterman musicians. You know, right? Right. Like Anton Fig and people of that ilk, and the two musical guests were Harry Connick Jr. and Lyle Lovett, and I can remember standing at the side of the stage and saying to myself, and this may not have been kind, but it was the thought that went through my head, Sure, I am now looking at the world's handsomest and the world's ugliest man on the stage standing together.
0: Right, because one of them. Who was the handsome one?
1: Well, Harry Connick Jr. But I, when I say that about Lyle oh, okay. Lovett,
0: I only mean it in the most adorable way. Right? He's so unattractive. He's attractive.
1: He's yes! looped himself. He's, he's looped <laughs> himself. He's caught his <laughs> or own looped tail himself. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's
0: a, yeah. He's uh, he's caught up with himself and made himself into a, a very attractive person. Yeah. He's yeah. 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 Harry Connick Jr. Though does have very regular features. Pretty dreamy. That is a dreamy dude. Yeah. yeah. He's uh and Michael Bublé. Oh. Do you like him, love, 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 love. Alright, now they're singing classics mostly, right? Are they writing any of their own stuff? Well, i I,
1: oh, hm, Harry Connick Jr. Do, please write the show and tell us whether or not Harry
0: Jackie Connick,
1: at Harry Connick Jr., does he or does he not write material? That's a good question. Right, and how, what's your Twitter? Oh, my Twitter is Louise Polanker. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. at
0: Louise Planker. My YouTube
1: is youtube.com slash Louise Planker. My Facebook is Facebook.com slash Louise Planker. There's <laughs> a,
0: a Tumblr theme. Is there a Instagram? Is there There's a There's a Tumblr
1: and it's actually com is my Tumblr because you can make your Tumblr your own URL. You
0: oh right, right. Yeah. Sure. I bought familypetancestry.com, and I pointed it to Jackie dot com.
1: Really? And that's not that's like in the record bin next to family band.
0: Next to right, it would be because of family, family. Yeah. But FamilyPetAncestry.com. That's just if you want to know if your Look cat came over on the May. Floor. The history
1: of your cat and sure. see if
0: it's related to Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette, sure. sure. And because you know what, you remember what Marie Antoinette said. Some of those said? poodles, maybe. Let them eat cat is what she did not she say. She did
1: not say that. No. She, she would she have, would because she
0: was a cruel, cruel Never. lady. Actually, I think she was just thoughtless. When I yeah. think about the Antoinette-Napoleon uh, duo, it wasn't... uh No, she didn't go out with... Uh, it was Pompadour who went out with Napoleon. Wow. Ross, Whitman, stop taking notes. But
1: do you watch the Downton Abbey? I don't. Well, you could see for a moment how some people might not realize I want that to. there's other people in the world that don't have things
0: right right because well we live here and we mostly realize that except for that now there's 24-hour news right. but um but Doubt Abbey I want to watch it because Maggie Smith is in it yeah and she's just delightful right and acoustics I feel flesh. like she's always been around 63 years old
1: I if you have a picture of uh Maggie Smith. Smith. Here's what gets me about um, British famous people. Yep. The the most British, the most famous, and the most regal people have names like Judy and Maggie. Right,
0: (laughs) right. Why is this? <laughs> Wait, do you Why? want them to be Nigel Strange? I want them to be Margaret. <laughs> Margaret. Oh, right, right. Why don't you use your full name, Elizabeth <laughs> yes, exactly. and uh,
1: Judith? <laughs> we don't um, have like really regal people named Cindy,
0: right? Cindy In America, Crawford. you Cindy know, they'd Crawford. be like, I'm James Denton Finton Fourth, oh, Third, <laughs> Sophomore, 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 <laughs> Seaman, Seymour, Hoffman. Uh
1: oh. Right, you put semen in his name, and I, now it's on record. I put sophomore record. in his name as yes, well. Yes, you
0: did. You diminutized him. This is going to be a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Start editing now, even before we finish the show. All right. So, uh very Berry. What did that? Why did I write that down? Oh, that's you can't give that out. That's a password. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, let's spell it with an e then. Okay. Okay. What about? No, because uh, I wanted
1: you to watch Family Band: The Council Story. Oh, did I? No, you didn't. If you wrote down the password like it was a thing, then you didn't.
0: Oh, I, I, I would have entered it very
1: quietly. Right, I would have. But
0: here's the thing, I haven't even watched Out in Abbey. I own, uh, I own, I have a stack of, I got all the, I got all the animated Batmans that I'm supposed to watch from the 90s. But you can watch Family Band in 90 minutes. Yes, that beginning, that, so middle, I'm told. end. It's not like seven I'm, seasons. I also have the second episode
1: of Sherlock. I'm supposed to watch. Or you could watch it because I just brought you, you the brought DVD. Me a DVD, and, and it comes with special
0: features. There are special features yeah. on the DVD. I like this. Let's uh now. So I'm bear- not done. I'm not done with uh, Twenty Feet from Stardom. What oh, let's 20 go there. Feet can you from Stardom? Is that like um? Is that like sing off? Oh, okay. It's a documentary about backup singers.
1: Oh, yeah. And I think it's nominated for an Academy Award in the category of best documentary. So it focuses on people like Mary Clayton and uh and uh Darlene Love, who were great background singers for the past forty years. Was and,
0: Darlene Love just on the Colbert report? Maybe.
1: Okay. Because she's in a movie that's nominated for an Academy Award. Right, called Yeah called uh. Twenty Feet from Stardom. So <laughs> In the movie, are people like Mick Jagger? Maybe I can't remember exactly, but Bruce Springsteen and the the lead the the main singer dudes Mm -hmm. talking about the the people that are just twenty feet away, right? But who are really just as glorious, but just fate because they're
0: doing huge they're they're doing the heavy lifting on a lot of this stuff, right? Well, can we say things like rape
1: and murder on this show? Fuck. Okay, so Mary Clayton gets a call in the middle of the night from the the Rolling Stones. And they say, can you come over and just scream rape, murder? And so she did. Mm -hmm. And it became, you know, a huge, you know, It's just a shadow way! It's just a shadow way! Rape, murder! But she's screaming it like an octave or so above me. Right, right. And she had no idea why she was screaming rape, rape, murder in the middle of the night. But it became iconic. And so sometimes the stuff that you sing in your head when you're just kind of rolling along is Mm -hmm. the background Mm -hmm. singer's parts because it's... It's the right, start right. that it's keep. A, it's the stuff that keeps repeating throughout the song.
0: Right. It's more chorusy.
1: So, but they don't get a lot of credit. Right. But in my view, since I geek out on this, it's the best seat in the house, and you get to sing without the person behind you going "shut up." Right. Which is what happens to me when I go to concerts. Oh, right, because you're singing along with the band. Nobody wants to hear me sing. <laughs> if
0: I were up there. Right, as I be, a And then you, you sing in, pretend you can see me doing this with my arms. Right, right. There's you a little bit to, of backup. Uh, that looks like a choreographed thing that they more do. than three people should do. Yeah, or two like people
1: we, if you do. see James Taylor, there's three people behind him doing mm-hmm. this
0: mm-hmm. and singing. Right. What better job? Sounds like a really good job, quite yeah. honestly. Yeah. I'm a team singer myself. Are you? Mm-hmm. I like to sing in a group. It's a team sport. Right. It should be, because then you get the harmonies going. Uh-huh. I don't know that I have access to harmonies, uh, but I do like, um, cause I don't have any, I, I don't, I don't have any, um, learn skills, you know, okay. how, like they, like I can read music, but mm-hmm. only cause of marching band. But, um, yeah, the, um, to read music and then sing those notes would be different than try to play those notes.
1: Well, I have, I, I guess it would be called like a natural harmony mind. Okay. So that as a little kid, I was always singing the harmonies. I, I, at like eight, I realized it was too easy to sing the lead. And so if it was like the turtles. So you
0: would match the, you, you would match the lead and, and go a, a half a octave off or whatever. I would and harmonize to it.
1: Yeah. Like if it was the turtles happy together or whatever, I would just sing whatever the harmony parts were. I'm unfamiliar with the turtles. The turtles. So happy together. Oh, I know that song. Okay. <laughs> and then I would drum. Uh huh. You know, cause that was cool if you could do that. And mm-hmm, then, mm-hmm. uh, and then I got a little bit older and I said, in my brain, I said, well, I don't want to just sing a part that's on the record. I want to write my own part in my head. Right. And make up a harmony part that works. Mm-hmm. So just like, you know, you or Andy were taking things apart and putting them back together, or some kid was building a house or whatever, you know, oh, like
0: hobby wise, when you're just a like,
1: kid? I think that we're good at the things we're drawn to. And when you're three and you're drawn to it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you, you, like do you believe in natural talent, or do you believe that a three year old is always going over to the the speaker and listening to the music and kind of playing with it? Like or, nature
0: versus nurture kind yeah, of thing? Yeah. Or... And
1: that's why by the time she's eight she can do that? Or do you believe that you you just come to earth with a certain set of skills and then you build upon those? No. Is it interest or is it innate?
0: I think uh uh, without, with, uh, this is a pop quiz. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with it is, um, that there are things that are innate and that whatever you put your attention on, you become better at it. Right. So, I like, so I, I enjoy playing hacky sack. Okay. I am not good at it, but I am better at it, uh, than someone who is not interested in playing it at all. Right. So that you, there are repeated behavior. Right. It's a learned skill. So many things that are learned skills, like, Like, um, I mean, I'm not naturally, um, like some people have a perfect pitch, right? And I do not, Mm -hmm. but I could, I think I could get better at singing where I trained or where I put more attention on it.
1: Right, right. But that's true for everyone, I think. Yeah. Like hitting a ball that's thrown at you. Some people Mm -hmm. are
0: innately really, really good at that and then become even better Mm -hmm. with practice and some people aren't good at it, but become better at practice right
1: yeah i think it's a combination it would, it would be hard to really get get to the root of it because we don't really we can't really ask a baby hey um do you have a musical talent <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i wish you could it's uh there's a great uh there's a great book by lois mcmaster bujold called ethan of athos and it's about um the creation of telepathy and so uh a, a Bunch of bad guys create telepathy so that they can use it for spy work. Ooh. And the guy that is telepathic escapes from the, from, from the lab where he was created and he runs into a dude who happens to be a pediatrician mm-hmm. at, who he suckers into helping him escape. And the pediatrician is like, you're telepathic? That'd be so great. You could ask babies where it hurt and everything. And the telepathic guy goes, no one has ever thought of that being a way to use my telepathy. They've always wow. thought about it for military use. And was like, well, were you talking to military guys? Because I'm a pediatrician. <laughs> <laughs> but think of the way you could ask babies. <laughs> we're interested in helping people. Right, right. That's I tur- crazy talk. <laughs> right. I, I don't want to know the secrets <laughs> of governments. I want to know the secrets of babies.
1: <laughs> it would be great, though, wouldn't it? To know the secrets of babies? Oh, my gosh. I think there's a lot of YouTube videos that reveal the secrets of babies. Some, <laughs> because some of them can dance better than others.
0: <laughs> right. What are the secrets of babies <laughs> and cats? That is, uh, that is what could be, that that's what could
1: be revealed. I mean, we've seen baby drummers, mm-hmm. baby dancers, baby Beyoncé's. Right. We've seen baby <laughs> everything on YouTube. Someone needs to study this.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah. So, but I think that, um, So when you were a tiny child, you were drawn to music. Yes. And you were drawn to drumming. And, and so that has been what you have always followed. Right. In various different milieus, right? Like you're, you follow it by listening to it. You follow it by writing it. And now what's the album? What's, is is, is it guitar? Is it uh, guitar rock? Is it melodies or? It's
1: pop songs that I wrote. Um, is it, it
0: piano or?
1: Um, well, I go into a studio with, with John Maddox, who you should, work with. Everyone he's, should work yeah, with. Yeah, he's great. And he has a studio in his garage. And so okay. I come in and I play my songs on the guitar. Okay. And he says, so what is guitar how rock? do you, how do you feel it? How do you hear it going? And then I, I start out by saying, well, I just think it's going to be very simple. And then it winds up being this big orchestral thing because I come up with all these counter melodies and you have synthesizers so you can. May oh. get horns or violins or, or you whatever. You can bring
0: other instruments in.
1: Yeah, and so I'm getting to play with all of the songs that have been in my head
0: and bring them to life. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's that's so great. And so and and he just John Maddox has access. He's a he's a really great
1: musician. Yeah, who can, who can producer, musician, and and then we sometimes will bring musicians in to help out who can play stuff that I don't know how to play. Like, okay, John, right. John's a great drummer, mm-hmm. and so he drums on most of the tracks because he's a better drummer than I am. Right. My cousin Steven has come in. Um, different friends of mine have come in. Bob Cowsill sings on, like, three of these songs. Is that on uh, of iTunes? The, of the Cowsills. Right. Yes, this is on iTunes. It's called Drummer Girl, Louise Palenka Drummer Girl. There you go. I'll link it up. And it's very pop-friendly, catchy, catchy. Uh, hooky yeah. melodies. Excellent. Yeah. I love that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and... Um, I'm leaving it with you.
0: Oh, good. And well, hopefully you'll listen it. to this
1: before you get to Downton Abbey.
0: I will listen to that before I watch uh, a documentary on my computer. Uh, my nephews uh, and nieces love to watch the television on the computer. Uh, yeah, I, I just, can't. I need to lay down. I I always need... Yeah, yeah. I think that might be it. I yeah. might just need to light. Yeah, we need to lay down. <laughs> if And my TiVo has access to YouTube. Yeah, but it it doesn't it's not in HD. I don't know. It's hard to and plus the way my TiVo remote like what I no, I think it's my TiVo remote's probably easier to use than cuz my PS3 remote I have to actually use the PS3 controller to access the the DVDs. It's a fascinating story. No, I'm you know what's great again. about
1: this story is that TiVo you can operate that in the dark.
0: Oh, can you? Because the buttons all feel different. Oh, good for them. Oh yeah. Pro TiVo. Tivo. Tivo uh was a supporter of the Dork Forest. I gave a me that huge. Unit. I
1: in, in fact, I am a lifetime Tivo subscriber because Did I can't, get in on the ground floor? so
0: early. I'm so grandfathered early.
1: in. Wow. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, do you have a new set? Do you ever used the um the one that sends it to your iPad? The Romeo no, I haven't I don't I
1: get a lot of ads about that, but I so far I'm not in cuz I don't want to watch movies on my iPad.
0: Oh, okay, fair enough. And uh and 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 Someone was telling me that... Oh, I know. Yeah. I was told that I should be watching Doctor Who um by downloading them to my iPad and then just uh sitting on airplanes because well, you could watch like two or three episodes on Yeah, you can. But have you noticed how loud a plane is? Planes are loud. They're really loud. And just
1: for me, just the concept of putting headphones on unless you have noise-canceling headphones.
0: Oh, yeah. Fancy pants. On.
1: I I don't know that that would be as enjoyable as... Although you can lay in bed with a pillow on your lap and put your iPad on there, and you can watch a- entire movies very comfortably because
0: it's okay, actually a, so you can watch a movie on an iPad. You can,
1: and it's actually a bigger screen to your face because <laughs> it's
0: right <laughs> in front of it. Yes, it's so, like being inside the
1: movie. These big shots who think that they can put a giant television on a wall and then sure. sit across the room and be mm-hmm. better than you. In bed with an iPad on your mm-mm, lap?
0: Mm-mm. No. Well, and I do always wear headphones on, on an airplane anyway, just because uh, there are often people bring uh, loved ones with them on trips and oh, oh, they, they talk do. to them. They have a tendency. They tend to, to talk to yeah. them quite loudly and I have a tendency to not want to uh, talk to anyone. No. On a plane. No. I'm, a, I'm very much. I'm headphones. very chatty when we're landing. That's the best time to check yeah. because you can catch up. It's a 15 minute conversation, finite. You're about to leave.
1: And you know, and it's been a pleasure. Happy travels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. I am all for it. So, uh, 20 feet from stardom. Oh, who's yeah. in it? Okay. Everyone?
1: Well, uh, I know Bruce Springsteen is in it. I, I guess I have to watch the movie again. I think I was so besotted by the movie that I don't actually remember the celebrities that were talking, but I, but you can't forget Bruce Springsteen because he's right, so right. cute. So other famous people that were in it talking about their backup singers, can't recall. But I do know that Mary Clayton and Darlene Love were fascinated, are in the movie. And Mary Clayton, well, Darlene Love is great because she sings Christmas Baby Don't Come Home. Uh, do come home or please come home or something about a Christmas baby. Anyway, right. it's on Phil Spector's Christmas album. Mm-hmm. And for mm-hmm. convicted felons, he's about the best that there is in terms of producing music. And hopefully, he's doing that for his fellow prisoners right now.
0: Sure, there's it, a lot. There's a lot of uh, a lot of cr- criminals out there in there that are also criminals. And uh so,
1: yeah, but yeah, so Darlene loved. You know, she sang on all of the Phil Spector stuff, and you know, you'd get paid for a session, mm-hmm. and then you'd go home. But you know, she. The, so the, the money really went to the writers and the, and the producers and Mm -hmm. the record labels and everything. But a talented lady like Darlene Love, she wasn't really compensated, you know, for her voice being heard over and over and over again every Christmas season. Right. And so this movie kind of says there's a, there's a lot of really great talent that never really made it past that 20 more feet. Mm-hmm. To be the one in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, it's just a, it's a great film and very well done. And if you love
0: music. It's, it's just fascinating. Yeah. It sounds great. And I, and I do like a documentary. So Cow Sills and now this one. Those are two excellent documentaries. The last documentary I think I watched mm-hmm. was, um, yeah, I don't think I can see Did it you watch
1: the one about the guy who was really good at Donkey Kong? Uh, King
0: of Kong? Yeah. I didn't.
1: Oh so you don't even watch really really dorky documentaries.
0: Right. I I started it and I think it made me um sleepy. I didn't <laughs> sad. <laughs> <laughs> which which dwarf which dwarf? I think I saw out of the closet out of the celluloid closet is the last documentary. Oh, I what watched. happens in that? That is essentially a documentary about the portrayal of gay people in Seen it. in in, uh, in film. I am a documentary and it, dork and it is fascinating. Yeah, I love it. And then I also saw Dogtown and Z-Boys. Love it. Which is also about skateboarding, the history of skateboarding in uh, southern California. Yeah. And those are a couple I saw and then I saw one called Brother's Keeper. Those are the three documentaries that are in my brain right now. Those okay. are, they're all excellent. Brothers Keeper was about three brothers, one of whom, uh, dies, mm-hmm. and, um, they think it's murder, and they think the other brothers, uh, killed him, but the three brothers are these older, older, and that, this movie is probably from 1995, mm-hmm. 94. and, it's the the police think, and the documentary thinks that the two brothers killed the third brother, and the three of them were in a weird sexual relationship, and they all, they all shared a they all shared a bed. They were all in their late sixties and early seventies, and they had uh, their chicken coop was a, an abandoned bus. So it is a fascinating it sticks, slice of life it sticks in the brain. <laughs> yeah, you can get away from that. You one. can't unsee it. No, no, you cannot unsee it. Okay, and then uh, a movie that isn't. A documentary that I just thought of, is <laughs> Strictly Ballroom. Uh, uh, but I wished it would have been a documentary because I loved Strictly Ballroom. Yeah,
1: I love Strictly Ballroom. There's another documentary Bass that's Lerman. that's playing on uh, Showtime right now, and it's about little kids that do ballroom. I can't remember the name of oh, it. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, so cute.
0: Well, you know, Maria has this great new joke about, um, probably three months old now, but it's new, uh, about how, did you know that you can run out of genocide documentaries on Netflix? And so then she started watching Say Yes to the <laughs> Dress, which is a lot like a genocide because <laughs> people are not learning from history uh maria everyone everybody dash off <laughs> footnote that joke it's maria's it's maria's she's and, so uh, cute she's the best yeah. anyway so um yeah so what what musical biographies have you read most of like oh do you, yeah i <laughs> that's really good oh, yeah. okay so
1: um so my brother said uh because I knew, I, you know, I didn't know a lot about Frank Sinatra. So my brother said, well, I mean, I know as much as people are supposed to know. Like, you've heard of Frank Sinatra, right? Sure. Yeah. So my brother said, oh, yeah, read The Voice. And my brother's, like, the best person in the world because he he loves everything. Like, we always would love all this musical stuff together. And, okay. You know, and, like, we went, we would go, if we were in New York... Together, he lives in New York, and he'd go, "Hey, Mary Wilson from the Supremes is playing at BB King's at midnight." We would go to a Broadway play, and then we would run to BB King's to see Mary Wilson from the Supremes, at, you know, at wow, midnight. That's the best
0: play date, friend oh, ever. Oh
1: yeah, my brother is the best. He just and to because, hang and just yeah, go see things, and he knows where everything is. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Because he lives in Manhattan. So he said, Yeah, read the voice. It's about Frank Sinatra. So uh and it's written by the same guy that wrote um Dean and Me a Love Story about Jerry Lewis. Okay. Which is a little scary because Jerry you read the book knowing that Jerry Lewis hates you and doesn't think you're funny. Uh, <laughs> you have to, you know, kind of deep breaths and get through that. Right, because right. Because that's also a really great book. Right. But then he wrote this book called The Voice about Frank Sinatra, which, which um starts and then it stops the moment Frank Sinatra wins an Academy Award for From Here to Eternity. So it doesn't have like any of like really the
0: the post.
1: Yeah. It's which, all
0: just him coming up.
1: Yeah. Oh, and that's then, interesting. Yeah, and he's, you know, just a fascinating character. So I read that, and then I read Burt Bacharach wrote a... So I guess this is someone you haven't heard of because you said there was a list of people that you hadn't heard Bert of. Burt so.
0: Bacharach, I've heard of him. Uh, I feel like he is a contemporary of Lawrence Wilk.
1: No, not okay. at all. Not at all. See, because Lawrence Wilk is... Um, a band leader. A band leader, but Burt Bacharach is a songwriter's songwriter. And okay. he wrote... Pop songs that were very hummable, but they were actually...
0: Com- I'm sure I know all of the
1: songs. They were actually completely complex. Okay. The chord changes are innovative, the time signatures mm-hmm. are innovative,
0: creative, unique. So he's a the music is more interesting than anyone's ever given him credit for is what you're trying yes, to say.
1: Yes. In other words, if you tried to, if I said, um, sing, do you know the way to San Jose? and you, Do you,
0: you know the way to San Jose? Good job. All right. That's a Burt Bacharach song. Okay. Yeah. See, I knew that I know, I see, I know his name yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. know that I know his, but I, I forgot that he was a songwriter and I didn't, uh, I haven't had any chances. Someone, uh, Earlier in the in the month I was uh Kevin Sesha was like, No no research at all before someone shows up with the darkdom? No, <laughs> no. Isn't it enough that you made cookies? I really? isn't it enough that I've made it available. Please. And now and how much more interesting is it that I will just soak in like a sponge all of your
1: information? And I think it's very bold of you to just sit there and say, I have no idea what that is. There are buildings full of things <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just buildings full of books and uh, so one time he's in the audience at a Frank Sinatra concert and okay. Back rack is up and coming, and PS, he's super dreamy handsome. Okay. So for a, a genius songwriter dude, for him to also, also d- be good looking, genetically be that good looking, like what happened? Right. You know, there's a really ugly, untalented guy who got gypped. Right. So uh he's in the audience at a Frank Sinatra show, and Frank Sinatra's very, very handsome, and you know, right. He, he, he's all dreamy and, and got the and good so, voice. And he found out someone said Burt Bacharach's in the audience, and he he said, "Oh yeah, Burt Bacharach's here. I guess he's a good songwriter, but yeah, he you know he he writes in hat sizes. In other words, like his time signatures are." So unique four that four they're, and- they're, they're they're not four four. They're like three twelve.
0: Oh, you know, there's- <laughs> oh, that's a hat so that size was kind- joke. Yeah. That joke is definitely from nineteen forty nine. Yeah, because now crap. hats are just medium large and right is yeah. like. I'm sorry, has that got a velcro back on it? <laughs> <laughs> you could just change the size. That is the greatest slam in the world. Oh, yeah. It's almost Shakespearean. Yes, he just
1: he slammed him in a way that let everyone know how smart he is. <gasps> So, yeah, so if you, like, listen to, like, the title of Burt Bacharach's biography is, um, uh, it's one of his songs that has a, that has, it. he doesn't have just unusual time signatures, they change in the middle of the song. Okay. Like, so for, like, one measure, it will be a completely different time signature.
0: And then go back? And then go back. Oh, yeah. wow. All right.
1: Wow. Uh, and I'll remember the, the song that's the title of the book or write into the show and tell us.
0: Uh, yes, and I will put it in the notes. Cause that one
1: is a completely complicated time signature. So And when it's you,
0: great? Oh,
1: it's it's my favorite Burt Bacharach song, in is fact. Is
0: Burt with an E or a U? Well, here's a, here's a
1: great story. It's okay. with a U. Okay. But his dad is Bert with an E. And his know. dad, Bert Backrack with an E, was a was a columnist. He wrote uh, for the New York Times or for something along those lines that okay. was in writing. And then he gave his son the name Bert, but spelled it differently, like that wouldn't be confusing for everybody. <laughs> hey, good idea. No,
0: right. And he didn't give him a
1: junior. No, because it was spelled differently. Okay, he wanted to have his individuality. You get your
0: own vowel. Okay, are is Backrack? are they Jewish? Because there's a rule in Judaism that you can't name somebody after someone who's alive. Right, they so are. So maybe he named him Bert with a U,
1: because, are they? They are Jewish, but they lived like goys. Okay. So in other words, uh Bert started dating Carol Bayer Sager, who's a Jew, Jewish songwriter lady, and his mother, who married a Jew, said, but she's Jewish.
0: Wow. Yeah. That, that, that there's some crazy self-hate, crazy self-hate. And it's all in the book. It's all in the book. The Burt Bacharach book. Yeah. Biography. Just Google that. If I don't make it to the notes, you guys, I love you dearly. I'm very busy.
1: No, no, it's Um, great. And I am happy to, to, because if you and I were just sitting at Starbucks, I'd be, we'd be saying all the same things to each other. Right. And I wouldn't expect you to know everything about everything I love. Right. Just like I wouldn't know everything about everything you love.
0: Right. I've Unless never I- read a mu- a musical biography, though. I've never read a biography of music. That's not true. I read a horrible, uh, biography about Billy Joel in oh, you college. Did? And it wasn't good? No, it was mostly about how he fell in love with Christy Brinkley. I think it was just fanzine stuff.
1: Yeah. See, you have to be careful. It, even if it's, uh, if it's unauthorized uh, or mm-hmm. whatever that is, you still have to read the reviews on Amazon, which you couldn't have done in college, but now you can do.
0: Right. Now I could do. Now I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what, what other ones are great? Um, I'm reading,
1: uh, the Beatles biography by Bob Spitz is very, very big, um, Bible-esque and everything you need to know about the Beatles is in there. And, uh, I learned a lot. It was really good. Oh, cool. And then I finished that and I immediately dove into, uh, a biography that's unauthorized and probably, probably means that, uh, Barry Gibb does not like it, but it's about the Bee Gees.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Because I'm like a huge Bee Gees fiend. Since I love melody and harmony so right. much, and I think they're the masters at
0: that. Uh, my brother told me that the most underrated pop, my brother Russ, the econ professor. Oh, and, back to Russ, uh, are we? Back to Russ. Oh, Russ's when it, when we talk old timey music, uh, from a certain era, he loves the 60s, the 50s and 60s a lot. And okay. he knows a great deal about the 70s, but the 60s, Ruth Brown. He, uh, he insisted I purchase, uh, Ruth Brown's album. She's the best. That's what he said. He yeah. said she's the best. But her songs uh, seem to be about how she likes a guy who hits her. And well, you can't positive. listen to the
1: lyrics when it comes to Ruth Brown. You <laughs> That's just... what
0: that was where the trouble was. Yeah. I I I love good lyrics. I mean, I like it when it's a, got a hooky pop or a poppy hook, but um but the lyrics, I'm I'm a, I'm a bit of a wordsmith. Okay, so my favorite lyricist wordsmith.
1: then will be Paul Simon who I just think okay. is brilliant.
0: Yeah. Uh and and Sting. And Sting. Sting. Okay. Yeah. Police or individual works? Well, both?
1: maybe both, but I, I'm thinking more of Sting like Englishman in New York and, uh, what other song? I mean, it's just so beautiful. I mean, if you just wrote the lyrics down and just read them, you know who the greatest lyricist in the world is? Who? Uh, Mary Chapin Carpenter. Okay. Yeah.
0: She's is awesome. Is it, is it full on lyrical? Ah. Uh, it's poetry. What's what's a great Mary Chapin Carpenter song? So she she has
1: this album called From Here From From Here and Gone, I believe. Okay. It is and and she and and she wrote it right after 9/11. And uh she 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 wrote this song. If I had a computer in front of me, I would look it up because I wouldn't want to misquote it. Right. But um
0: it's Is it about 9/11 the
1: it's, song? It's it's it it is it's about like any great poetry. It's about whatever that means to you. Okay. But when you're told that this is where she was, this is the space she was in. Right. You, you get it. Okay. It's about souls passing on and in, in a, in a rush and in multitudes. Okay. Um, and it's, it's, she writes from the point of view, one of the songs she writes from the point of view of a guy who heads into the pile every day to, oh right to work. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the song, that song is called Grand Central Station. Okay. And she writes as if there's a Grand Central Station, in terms of symbolism, is a place where people are changing trains and
0: moving, oh, right. moving on, going else, going forward, going or... elsewhere. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Does does she live in New York?
1: I don't know anything about Mary Chapin Carpenter personally, but when right. a new album comes out, I I download it immediately. So I'm not. I don't geek out about people. Like I can't tell you the names of Barry Gibb's kids.
0: Okay, I don't know. You don't have their personal information. No, which it's it's just it's their work that draws I, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not like that type of fan. I mean, I, I became that type of fan about the councils when I had to make the documentary because you'd have to say, hello, Mary, to his wife. Right. Because she does have 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 a name. Yes. (laughs) And I'm now friends with more cow than I am comedians pretty much on Facebook. Oh, interesting. Because there's a lot of them. I mean, the kids and the the cousins. Yeah, the kids and the cousins. and and I love them like family now because we went through, we kind of went through the war together. We made this movie about their lives. That's
0: super intense. And so
1: you become attached like family Mm -hmm. that way. But I don't know that about Mary Chape and Carpenter or Unless she asks me to make a movie about her and then I'll right. find it. Then
0: yeah. it'll be different. Yeah. I just, uh, this is Zach Sherwin, mm-hmm. uh, MC Mr. Napkins is his uh, stand-up comedy name. Uh, he does hip-hop. He does, uh, um, and he is very lyrical and, and, and his, like he just did a, whatever. If you, if you get to see MC Mr. Napkins, do it. Cause he is, wow. it's very unique. Okay. It's a very unique uh, kind of stand-up comedy where he raps and he does. And so I was asking him about some new hip hop that I might enjoy. Really? So, you like might the- enjoy, um, the hip hop of an evening. I do enjoy the hip hop of an evening or I used to and I will still occasionally, uh, have, have a, have an old timey gathering of a uh, big daddy cane. It'll happen. And- I would not have picked that out for you. Right. <laughs> Augie Smith said to me the other day when I said, Augie! Yes, that, uh, AugieSmith.com, no doubt, uh, possibly, <laughs> stand-up comic from Portland, yes. lives here now, but he, um he was telling me, we were talking about something and I was talk- saying that I was playing hacky sack the other day and he said, I think I would have picked a thousand people before it got to you and Hacky Sack. <laughs> that is a great line. Yes. And I think uh, with hip hop as well, but Zach sent me, he, he gave me a copy that I will buy. You know, I was willing to buy it, but he said, well, you just listen to a couple of the tracks off of Eminem's new album. Oh, I love Eminem. Yeah. And I, his new album, I've been listening to it. It's very interesting and complex. complex and, and
1: it's also, it, uh, it's also, uh, he is rhythmically very interesting. Yeah, that's what Zach was saying. He kind of raps against the beat sometimes. Yeah. And, and brings it around. It's
0: just. And his rhymes, Zach was saying about oh, his rhymes man. didn't make any sense, but they make some they work. Do. It's square peg, round hole, making it happen. Yeah. So. And I think the most interesting people have interests that will surprise you. Yeah. It's, I mean, cause what, there's, there's, there's so much out there now that Why wouldn't somebody be into something interesting? You're like, Oh, that guy, like when, when I think of Louis CK having a boat, I don't think of that guy having a boat, but that guy wants a boat. So now he's a boat guy. He's going to be a boat guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of fascinating. And you have to encourage that. I think is that the diversity when, when, when people, this is me making a transition. Okay. Uh, to this. Yeah. Is, uh, um, is that, is that when, when people are kids, you know, we we try to offer them as many options as possible. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, you don't know what you're going to be liking or good at. or Right. So it's hard to... Just try it, sweetie.
1: Just <laughs> try it. Go ahead. Right, you'll like it. It's going to push you down the mountain. Go ahead, you're going to love like, it. You
0: might like it, you might hate it, but you'll never know
1: unless you give it a shot, right? Yeah, and I used to like watch TV and I would go... I wonder if I'll be a maybe I'll be a photographer. Like I'd watch people doing a thing yeah. that I hadn't had access to yet, yeah. and wonder is that going to be my thing?
0: Right? Did you used to wonder that? Like, what's going to be my thing? Right? Um, I everything I wanted to be involved leaving South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Sure, that was the only that was the only through line. Uh, <laughs> there was explorer. There was a mercenary. There was a chef. Okay. There was any number of things, but they all involved not happening in South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And you made that happen. I did make that happen, um, or unhappen. Almost, uh, almost immediately. So, but um, so the book, yeah. Let's talk about the book because that—that okay. that, I mean, one of your ruling passions is this work with the kids. Yes, you love it. You love hanging out with a with
1: a with a teen to a certain extent. I mean, uh, you know, at at, at a time. Of the day, they need to go away.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's the great thing about them not being yours. Right. You've already spent three hours with them. Mm-hmm. You're good. It's, uh-huh. So this the book is called Journals by right. Louise Palenker mm-hmm. with Marvin Palenker. Yeah, that's All my right.
1: dad. So his World War II journal is in the book. And what happens is a little girl, based on me, finds and secretly starts reading her dad's World War II journal. So those are my dad's actual words as he was fighting World War II. Wow. And it includes uh, pictures that he took with his baby brownie camera. Uh, uh, as he fought World War II, so my dad, at 18 and 19 years old, documented the war. Right, his I mean, experience of the war, which is awesome. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. And so I write from the point of view of a 12-year-old girl in 1970 who mm-hmm. and she she's writing in her journal about her middle school. uh Right, you're documenting your war,
0: yeah, essentially. Alone, you know, because middle <laughs> school is war, uh-huh. and
1: then she really gets some perspective when she starts to read what her dad went through at just a few years older than
0: her. Yeah. And it's funny too, right? Right. Oh, I'm sure it's funny as war can be, right? As funny as. But the thing is, is is some of the some stuff is just funny from a from the perspective of, okay, oh yeah, I I see I see some choices being
1: made here that are not ideal. She's a wide eyed kid, and what happened was when the app store first came out, I'm intrigued by technology, so I thought, well, I can put my book directly into the hands of kids by Mm -hmm. turning it into an app. So my friend Ian Broyles helped me turn it into an app, and then I realized, hey. A book is published and it's done and it's a book and you read it and mm-hmm. then you put it on a shelf. An app can be interactive.
0: So okay. at the end of
1: the book, I said, if you have any questions about growing up, go ahead and ask the author. Okay. So the questions started trickling in and then it turned out I was pretty good at answering them and they started flooding in. And I right. said, these kids have to be able to talk to each other because I need a nap and a shower. Right. So I turned it into a social network, which is which it is now and it's called Our Place. Okay. O-U-R space P-L-A-C-E. Okay. They can, the book is
0: in the
1: social network, but yeah. it's very well hidden. Right. So mostly they're interested so, in just talking and about so growing up. Our and,
0: place is essentially like a Facebook thing. Yeah. But is it, so what's the URL?
1: Uh, it's not online, it's just an app. It's so, it's like Instagram. It's start, it, you have to start with one platform okay. and get really good because app development is so horrifically expensive. Okay. So if you make it, if you're just a person like me Mm -hmm. with no funding and, and no, uh, you know, what do they call it? It's just word of mouth. Yeah. What do they call the people that invest in startups? I don't have one I yet. I think
0: investors and
1: startups. Yeah, I don't have that guy yet. Yeah, but you fact, know, we're, I,
0: but we're close because right.
1: it's really a thriving community and it's, oh, that's cool. that'll be the next step. If I knew more about business, maybe Russell can help me, but I need right. to, he you know,
0: certainly have an opinion.
1: I present the concept because we're, what we're about is what I'm coining cyber kindness. Okay. Because most kids, when they venture out into the internet and the social networking are, you know, it devolves quickly into horribleness. Right. Kids being 14 are not pleasant on their own. Read they're, Lord, not,
0: they're not pleasant in
1: person. Read Lord of the Flies. You'll <laughs> see what happens. And it happens quickly. Yeah. So what we do is mom's home and we mandate kindness or you're blocked. Right. So it's either be nice or go home. Mm-hmm. And within that framework, mm-hmm. their real feelings are expressed because they know that they're not going to get insulted right. or humiliated. They, okay. So,
0: so they can actually express themselves. Yes. Okay, so it's an app in the App Store, and it's yeah. for iOS and, uh, a- Android? Not Android yet, cause not that would Android. be like another hundreds of thousands yeah, of dollars. Right, that's but another giant once bag we're of money. really
1: like undeniable. Yeah. Will
0: be everywhere. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It's, uh, but the book itself is fascinating, and that's gotta be on Amazon, right? Did you, did you read Louise? this book, Jackie Cation? No, I have not. Okay. I've not done anything. All right. Well, don't oh, read then, it
1: while you watch Downton Abbey because you'll be confused.
0: Can I can I read it while I'm watching The Cow Sills and listening to your album? You know what? I think Maggie Smith will come over and read this to you. <laughs> and really? it can will it, it, will she do it while I'm, I'm in, in bed? Because that would be nice. that would be nice. Nice nighttime bed thing. Yes. It's, I, um, I love that idea. Cool. Because then we can lay down. You can lay down. Right. Who doesn't want to lay yeah. down? For the love of God. Yeah. And, but it's, um, but I like the idea because I was over at your house. I did your podcast. Yeah. And you need to come back. Right. And your podcast is called Our Place Out Loud. Our Place Out Loud. And, Mm -hmm. and you sit around and it's like a round table with some
1: kids. Yeah. So a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. And we go into the app and pull out pertinent questions that came in that week. And people call in. Kids are calling in from all over the world or scraping in because, you know, it's an app and it's everywhere. So you get kids from Australia or, Anywhere, you yeah, know, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. I don't know what time of day it is in Saudi Ar- Arabia at one at right. seven. Be you should be in bed. You should be in bed, yeah, right. But, but it's seven p.m. Pacific every Tuesday night in the Pacific time zone of the United States,
0: right. And so I came over, and uh, there was pizza, and there were youth. Yep, we have all that, and uh, and we sat around and we 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 talked about the big questions. Because kids have the big questions, and it was a, it was a really interesting, uh, podcast. And that's, that's the thing that I think is not being addressed. There's so much
1: programming for kids, but it's, it's a lot of great stuff, but it's also a lot of fluff. It's not what's taking up 95% of their thinking power during the day and night. Which is, who am I? Am I okay? Who am I going to be? Who are my friends? Are my fr- do my friends think I'm okay? Right. Does this guy like me? Why is my mom so mean to me? Right. Those are the big you know, am I straight? Am I gay? You know, right. what,
0: what's going on? Is this right. okay? Am I
1: going to be all right?
0: Yeah. And those and, are the big questions and the reassurance that, that it, you know, that whole, it gets better thing was great, but it also, I mean it gets better and then it gets worse again.
1: And I, and, and I, I need it gets help right again. now. Yeah.
0: And I need to be reassured right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it gets better. I love it. Yeah. But when you're 14, Eighteen is a billion years away. Yes, in your head,
0: in your head, it is a long, long way away. Because it's like
1: a quarter of your life.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I've, and I've... I'm i not
1: good at math, but something like that.
0: Right, right. The math on that, I'm just going to let that slide. <laughs> and... <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. But I got I got nieces and nephews, and I would try to explain to them. I was like, you know, just stick it out. You get another two years and two years just seems like forever no, their for these eyes kids. roll back they don't know what that means right and That's... they're just like well i'm just going to go get drunk and you're like yes you could do that cuz i can't stop you from doing that but if you could wait till college that would be awesome <laughs> and if you could you know and figure because the thing is is when you when you get drunk and you get stoned it's a great way to check out but when you sober up, you the, the problems are still there. So right, you so, better figure it out.
1: All right. So let's have a real honest conversation about what's really going on with the kids today. And I don't think this is getting enough attention, but what is an epidemic is cutting self-harm. Oh, yeah. and so this is a way of checking out and not feeling emotional pain because apparently physical pain is easier than emotional. Right. And so they self-harm. And I would say up to 40 or 50% of girls are doing it based on the information I'm getting, I personally answer 20 letters a day from kids Mm -hmm. and I go into the app and I see what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. I've had to set rules in terms of, you can't descriptively, you can't, you You can't can't
0: describe what you're doing to yourself.
1: Yeah. It's a trigger for kids. They, they, this become it. it,
0: You're like, I'm going to try that It's when you're, you're given direction almost. Yeah.
1: And it's also if, once you start doing a behavior, whether it's heroin or cigarettes or self-harm, um, it and I, I go on websites to read about what, what's causing this because I, I, I would look at it and go, who would do that? that mm-hmm. I don't like pain. And it, uh, this right. kid, the same kid is afraid of a shot, but she's doing this. Right. So what exactly is happening? Well, what happens is the body, when, it, when you injure yourself, yeah. the body releases feel-good stuff.
0: Right to, because, yeah. yeah. So
1: what happens is when the kid, you know, not only is like, is it a visual of her pain and uh, somehow that's soothing, but also her body releases all these hormones that say, Oh, honey, you know, it's okay. You're going to feel better. And that is the stuff that becomes addictive. And they also, then they associate the scars with some sort of like, you know, battle wound or or glory or Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's a very complicated.
0: Right. There's several layers. To yes, it. there's yeah. several
1: layers to it. And right. I don't think adults realize. So these kids are afraid to say, you know, hey, mom, um, you know, I'm cutting myself. But what parents should realize if you have a 14 year old girl, there's a really, really high chance that she is and pay attention. Right. Because I don't think it can be cured just by somebody saying stop doing that or yelling at the kid.
0: Right. Right, but they, you, the, but the, the life skills that, that people need, and this is, it doesn't matter if you have great parents or you don't have great parents or if you're raising yourself or if, um, you avoid getting hitting my cars because you're, you know, whatever, but everybody needs to be reminded of how to live their lives, especially when they are introduced to something that will allow them to check out, you know, you're like, right. because there's nothing more addictive than finding something that'll dull the pain.
1: Right. And what what happens, as you talked about with your nieces and nephews in terms of drinking or the things that we're, you know, used to kids using to check out, is that um, you must learn how to feel your emotions and yeah. soothe yourself or cry into a pillow or put on music and headphones and some pillow therapy and knock sob. out a pillow, man. Yep. And then wake up yeah. the next day and go, I got through the night. And so that's step one. Walk, yeah. walk through your pain. If you don't feel it today, you're going to feel it double tomorrow. Yeah. And that's what kids aren't, aren't, uh,
0: that's what, that's what we don't seem to be. Remi- I mean, the thing is, is I had to find it out in adulthood that I was like, you know, it was just easier to, to, to drink myself out or, and I still do it where I reread. I do a lot of reading to check out, which is better than, uh, yeah. eating a giant cake or, um, drinking myself into a stupor or smoking a great deal of pot or whatever, right? It's just, it's, you have to figure out how to live through each moment and go, Oh, well, this is a shitty moment. But you just go through it and then that moment is, is gone. And then you've made it to the other side mm-hmm. and you cry or you, I remember I I had therapy for a little bit and uh, the therapist was like, "Have you ever done any pillow therapy?" And I said, "I love the words, pillow therapy. What is pillow therapy? Yeah. Is it me sleeping cuz when you're depressed you get a lot of sleep?" <laughs> and uh and she was like, "No, what you do is you beat the pillow." Oh yeah. You hit the pillow and the pillow is whatever is driving you crazy. Let's say uh you know, you're screaming at your dad, you're screaming at your mom, you're screaming at your loved one, you're screaming at uh you hate uh George W. Bush. Whatever it is. Uh you're like I fucking hate you and then you scream and you swear and then you you let all that out and then you cry yourself to sleep and then mm-hmm. you wake up the next day and you feel better. That's an endorphin too is to have that moment. You know what else is great? What is um you
1: grab a towel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and because there's more leverage and you just slam it repeatedly against the side of a chair or a bed. <laughs> because pillow that that's you know you could pull a muscle. Oh
0: yeah. So that's your arms yeah. and
1: boxing and all that. So
0: what, do you, what do you, you do? You just boom, boom,
1: boom like sometimes <laughs> over over your head. Like You got some towel
0: therapy going on Yeah, down.
1: like I like to throw and is hit. it a
0: hand towel or is it a
1: full bath towel? What are we looking Probably at? Probably a hand towel.
0: Okay, cuz not too long. You got to get some leverage. Something so You got to be able to really
1: Yeah, and really get some speed. Th- you want that thwack. Well, you wanna because you don't want to hurt your belongings or yourself. Right. And the next day you're like, "Why am I sore?" Oh yeah. Because last night I went crazy because right. I couldn't get Final Cut to save
0: my project. Right. Well, that's <laughs> that's the whole thing. I remember when I was – I mean, everyone in my family has this thing where they tend to break their own shit. Oh, they're yeah. like because you can't you're not allowed to break anybody else's stuff so right. you can pick up your own watch that's why towels are great it. it's, it's just so, so hard to break a towel you can't break a towel <laughs> and you know what you get a new towel uh you end up ripping it catching it on a nail or something but you don't yeah you don't want to hurt yourself you don't want to you don't want to hurt your stuff and you don't want to hurt another person right no and so, like
1: my big thing is like i get mad at things I get mad at, if, final cut. at Final Cut if it keeps crashing <laughs> yeah. before I can export it. I get mad at that. I'm not mad at my husband. I mean, he's annoying, but <laughs> I, you know, I'm not going to throw something at right. him. The
0: people around us are irritating,
1: right? But it's things not working that yeah. make me frustrated. And um, one time, I picked up a hairbrush thinking it was fairly safe to throw. Yeah, threw it against a wall. It shattered into a thousand plastic shards that I then had to pick up. It's not that I wasn't willing to buy another hairbrush. I just didn't want to do that much time on my hands and knees.
0: Right, finding all the different shards so, so that you could wear a sock in your own home. A towel? Perfect. That's always gonna do it. Yeah. Wow. That's what we're gonna leave them with. We're gonna leave them with a little <laughs> towel therapy. Towel therapy. And also uh listen to some music, some nice guitar rock, a little uh some lyrical harmonizing moment. So we got uh drummer girl, the C D Drummer girl Louise Palenker. Right. We got From Family Band, family The Cow band, Sills the Cow Story. The Story. And we got Journals, Louise Palenker, and uh. It's all on Amazon, all this and stuff. Martin and you Planker. know, and this is on iTunes as well. But and if you go to Louise Palenker or at Louise Palenker, you'll find all of these things. And uh, it was fascinating. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so for much me. for having me, Jackie. You're the best person in the world. No, Right back at you. And you guys too out there. Yay, we love you. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. That was great. Thanks so much for listening to the show, you guys. Uh, the bonus content, which is Andy and I discussing the show, uh, is available on the apps, the Libsyn sold apps. For some reason, Libsyn is also just posting it for free, so you don't have to buy the app. You can just go to tdf.libsyn.com if you're just downloading it to your iTunes and putting it on some other app to listen to all of the different podcasts that you listen to. So if you want to listen to the bonus content, just go to tdf.libson.com or you can buy the app if you want. And uh, you can also just go to iTunes, by the way, and review the show. iTunes supposedly cares about that. So if you're enjoying the show, and I read them, and that's great. And if you ever want to email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com. The credits, of course. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, Mike Rickberg composed and sang the intro song. He's going to sing the Mexican hat dance right here in a moment. And Vilmos fixes the website, JackieCation.com, where, by the way, there is a donation button. JackieCation.com and com. Feel free to donate. I'd love everyone to give me a 100 bucks a year. That is $8.33 a month. I have not figured out a way to make that easy for you. You would have to remember that. Or you can just throw me some money. If you don't have any money. Uh that's fine as well. But feel free to talk up the show. And if you would like merch, if you'd like a, a Dork Forest t-shirt or a CD of my stand-up comedy or would like to know where I'm doing stand-up, go to JackieCation.com and hook yourself up. There's also an Amazon banner. If you want. To, or if you ever order from Amazon, and we all do, go through JackieCation.com and the Amazon banner. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. See you next week. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that?